it is out of what you hear, you see, that faith is birth. It said faith comes by hearing. Kado shadadabadai. Tikus ifradikeskete. Lasso fradadaiska. Spirit of a living God, I acknowledge your presence. Tonight, let your will be established. Let your will be established. Let your will, not my will, be established. And let your supernatural hand rest upon your people. Let your word bring about transformation. Let yokes be broken. Spirit of liberty, move within your people. Spirit of liberation, move within your people. Spirit of liberation, let bondages be broken. Let burdens be lifted. Let hopes that have been shut in prison be released. Let things that are dying, relationships that are dying, receive life. Bring life to any dead thing. Let any delay, O oh God, in every aspect of your life. Father Lord, as your word comes, speedily to them. Let there be a release now in the name of Jesus. For your word is life and spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Therefore, as your word comes, let there be liberty. Let there be freedom. Let there be stability. Let there be perfection. Let there be assurance. Anyone who is losing his faith or her faith, let her faith and his faith be established. Upon the solid foundation, do we build our life from tonight. As we step into another chapter, go with us, Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit, we prevail with you. We advance with you. Into your hands do we commit a service. Into your hands do we commit every single thing. Minister to us in diverse kinds of ways. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Spirit of a living God, thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I believe for some time now, we've been touching on something that I believe um, in these times and these seasons, it's very important to know. Without it, we can never function as children of God. The Bible says, for God is spirit. God is spirit. God is spirit. So, if God is spirit, it takes those who are spirits to interface or relate with God. Otherwise, when you step out of the realm of the spirit and you try to use your natural mind, it will become so abstract. You start to wonder how can God create heaven and earth? Who created God? See, these are things that it only takes the spirit to understand. That is why scientists are finding it difficult
to, to understand the source of creation, to understand God or to understand whatever God does. When God does a miracle or when a miracle is worked out, science cannot prove it. Logics or the human natural mind cannot what I mean explain the mystery behind it. The moment that a miracle can be explained, it is no longer a miracle. The moment that God can be explained or God can be understood, he ceases to be God. So that is how sovereign he is. That is why he is the spirit. Okay. Now, I want us to open our Bibles to um, John chapter 19, verses 29 to 30. You see, in our faith, everything is centered on Jesus. The Bible says he is the beginning. He is the author. He is the finisher of our faith. He is the author of our faith. So without Jesus, there's nothing that we can do or that there's nothing that we can receive. Colossians makes us understand. Apostle Paul wrote in Colossians, he said, For all things were made for him. And through him and by him were everything or anything made. So for even um, the air that we breathe, it is made by him and it's for him. The land that we stand upon, the earth, is made by him and for him. The husband, the wife, the children, the uncle, the work, the colleague worker, the politician, the leaders, I mean, your enemies, the witches, demons, wizards, all kinds of elements, they were made for him, by him, and through him. You can't take the word out. You see, the word cannot be taken out. So when you go back to the books of Genesis, the beginning, the Bible says that in the beginning, God. So it means that as we start everything, it starts from God. And he is the spirit. So in the beginning, the spirit. God is spirit. So in everything, it is the spirit that rules the natural, the supernatural, the superior spirit rules the natural. So you and I, we are spirit beings in the body with a soul. Okay. Now the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void. There was chaos. I mean, things were not going the way it's supposed to go. When you look at what we are experiencing now in, in terms of, I mean, the world at large, things are not going the way it's supposed to go. I mean, when, when we went through the season of, I mean, lockdown, things changed. The way we interfaced, the way we related with people changed. Fear was introduced. When we came out of lockdown, statistics shows that a lot of people are having anxiety, fear, suicide rate increased. You see, addiction increased. This is the time in the season we find ourselves. And as I said, everything starts with a spirit. And everything starts with the word of God. And the word of God is the superior authority and the source to which everything is made. So, if you want to know the future, if you want to understand the past and you want to fix the now, it is the word of God. 
So the Bible says that Jesus told his disciples in the times to come, there will be perilous time. So as a child of God, who carries the spirit of God? It is very important for you to carry the word of God, to make the word of God first. Then you can know what is to come and how to live by it. So in the chaos, in everything, the Bible says that in Genesis, the spirit of God moved over the waters. The spirit of God moved. Without the spirit, God could not have what? Declared or carried out an action. So the entity at play or the catalyst that had to come forth to bring transformation was the spirit. Without the move of the spirit, the translation there is the ruach. Over the waters, over the chaos, it means that creation it means that perfection it means that peace it means the happiness it means that i mean multiplication it means that fruitfulness will not have taken place so anytime the spirit of god checks out of any place any city any relationship any business any country chaos comes in what brings peace what establishes prosperity fruitfulness is when the spirit of god is so you realize that there are cities where there are certain things operating and we are talking about the acts of the spirit. You see, when you move from families to families, there's a peculiar trend or pattern in a family. And what goes on is as a result of the spirit that has, I mean, interfaced with that family. So today being a family service, if you analyze your family, you realize that there's a particular trend and that trend might be good it might be bad and everything that we do as i said the supernatural the superior spirit over overshadows the natural so whatever that we are seeing with our eyes it has already taken place in the realms of the spirit so taking a family where every single year somebody dies taking a family where young ladies come to a rightful age and i mean that the, uh, the family is supposed to rejoice in in their marriage of their daughter but for some reason something happens and instead of the, the lady entering into a, a marriage and coming out with seed that lady or the 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 ladies in a family for some reason i mean they take seed they give birth and the honor that is supposed to come out of marriage is not received and it's a pattern there are some families they start something but they can't complete there's a spirit for that a spirit that has been introduced there's an it's a spirit that came into the scene because of a condition that was met by a man or a relative by somebody you see at a particular time in a particular location that that entity that person said that i want this so if you can give me this i covenant my entire family with you so back in the days before i mean christianity became a thing in, i mean in our parts of our world you see or even before i mean the gospel spread out there were certain 
spirit. There were certain, I mean, things that people were worshipping. So you find people worshipping sea. I mean, man is created in a way to always seek out for the greater power. To seek out for God. But lack of guidance, lack of the intuition of the Holy Spirit will lead us to search for things that are outside the Spirit of God. So families, I mean, back then we were worshipping water. I mean, trees, all kinds of things. And as a result, a man will go out to probably, I mean, a fetish priest, an oracle, say that I need protection for my family. And it's something that is common. Protection, security. We need security. Some families, they'll say, we are dying. We need to stop it. When we give birth, the children die. So we need, we need I mean, protection that when we give birth, the children will, what? will, will be alive. And they go to these altars, demonic altars, and they covenant. And the sad thing is, it will be years, probably sometimes 400 years back, sometimes, I mean, 300 years back, sometimes 40 years, 70 years before you were born. And this thing is done. And as there's a covenant at that time, at that location, and the, the, the operation or the, the requirement is met, Sacrifices is what done. Blood is shed. Something is given. And it creates the opportunity for that spirit that it went to consult. Probably it might be a marine and water spirit from the river, from the sea. Sometimes they might consult dwarves. And as a result of that, they have the legal right to come in. Psalm 115, when you read the 16, says that the heaven is the Lord's and the earth is for man so legally god has given it to us god said let us give man dominion create man in our image that man will be what fruitful multiply have dominion and subdue but when you analyze genesis 1 2 and 3 you realize that god blessed everything he said be fruitful so it means that even the spirit evil spirit that were around things that were around they were fruitful but God gave specifically to man, dominate and subdue. Subdue everything. Because if you don't subdue, they will subdue you. As long as man had the spirit of God, they were mandated to subdue and to what? Dominate. So when you lose the spirit of God, when you lose the frequency, when you step outside the spirit of God, you lose the ability to dominate, to subdue. That is why it's so key to tap into your spirit, to engage your spirit. So when these things are done and the spirit is introduced, that is where you find the, the, the continuous pattern. So over cities, over countries, there are certain peculiar things that happen. In the Middle East, there are certain things that happen there. In Africa, there are certain things that happen there. In Europe, there are certain things that happen there. Because leaders, because politicians, because certain people who have been placed in place of authority have given keys. The Bible says in Genesis 3 that when Eve and Adam disobeyed and listened to the voice of Satan, they handed spiritually obeying 
and listening to the voice and eating the fruit, they died. The Bible says they died. They lose their life. They lose the spirit that gave them legal rights to dominate. They shifted it to Satan. So from the time of Adam to the time of Jesus, that right to dominate, that right to subdue was given to Satan and the spirit of death had taken over. So Jesus had to come to die on the cross to reverse whatever that was done. So when you read John chapter 19, verse 29, verse 30, that is what we are going to dwell on. The Bible says, And a jar of sour wine was sitting there. So they soaked a sponge in the vine, put it on the stalk of hyssop, and lifted it to his mouth. Verse 30, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. Tonight, whatever thing that you are going through, Jesus says, it is finished. That cycle of affliction, it comes to an end. It is finished. And he bowed his head. And what did he do? The Bible says, and he yielded up his spirit. In other translation, he said, and he gave and he surrendered his spirit to God. His spirit to God. Okay. Now, if you do a little bit of studies, you realize that from the point of his arrest through Golgotha, I mean, to the point that he was going to be crucified, certain things happened. Okay. The reason why we can confidently reject every evil, reject every tag of shame, that we can boldly declare that we are children of God, that we can tap into the, I mean, the, the uncountable blessings of peace, of sound mind, of joy, of increase, of prosperity, is because of what Jesus did on the cross his assignment on earth for three years was summarized within this verse verse 30 he says when jesus had received the sour wine sour wine he said it is finished and bowing his head he yielded his spirit a lot of things happened in fact he was offered water he was offered a lot of things from the point that he was carrying the cross he didn't but at that hour after reflecting upon everything he said it is finished and he tasted it you know why is this pain he had to go through the stress he had to go through the process he had to go through the rejection he had to carry you and your family the cares the shame he had to carry the, the cancer. He had to carry, I mean, the, 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 the desperation, the anxiety. He had to carry the, 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 the ups and downs. He had to carry, well, how can I put this? Anything outside the image, anything outside the, the prescription of God on him. So anything that would have taken that ease or something that ease, he had to reject it. 
So after going through the cycle, the Bible says that when, verse 30, it says this, when Jesus had received, if the Bible is yours, I want you to underline when, underline Jesus, underline received, underline saw why, underline it is finished, and underline yielded his spirit. See, there are five things that I've always been saying. I mean, that God always deals with time. God is a God of time. So the Bible says that at that time, Jesus knew that he had completed the requirements. So some of us, when we are traveling, you see, you need to complete or fulfill all requirements. Make sure that you have your COVID test. I mean, have your passport, your ticket and everything. And after going through it, you are approved to go on a flight and to travel to another country. You see, so at that time, Jesus realized that he had gone through the requirements, the prophecies that were given before he came. He had fulfilled everything. They mandate for him to stand before the devil and require the keys of dominion and authority and the keys of life. He had already completed it. You see, how? You see, it takes... sin for you to go under bondage jesus was pure but for some reason he had to come and take the sins the only way that he can take what is rightfully ours back is that he will step in and be accused for things that was not supposed to be his so the bible says that there were two people on trial see a murderer and jesus and the people chose the murderer over jesus somebody who was pious somebody who had no sin somebody who wasn't out of the line of adam the bible says and the spirit of god overshadowed mary so mary was just a what a, a vessel to carry jesus you see it's the holy spirit that brought about that the acts of the spirit then from his childhood to the point that he met john the baptist he was without sin but the bible says that john the baptist is the greatest of all he represented the prophets and john the baptist saw him and he said i cannot do what you want me to do and jesus said permit this to be fulfilled for all righteousness if i can become the deliverer if i can take the sins of the people now and in the future i need to first take sin the only way for me to interface and go to the abode where they are blessings their hopes is is that i take the form that they are in to go and meet the person that has been enslaving them so the bible says that john the baptist laid his hands on jesus and he dipped him into the water and as that it signified the old i mean ways that when sin was being taken from the israelites they will bring a sacrifice they'll bring a ram and the priest will place his hands upon it and release the sin and they will take the 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 the, the, the ram to an and release it as a sign that the sins of the people have been taken 
the bible says that the lamb that was slain when you read revelation came and took their seals and he broke it that's the reason so it fulfilled everything so when jesus was on the cross and he said it is finished he had gone through the process so that you wouldn't go through that process but because you can't you can't there are all kinds of arrows coming against you i mean you you wake up in the morning it's like you, you don't know what to do you are doing your best but things are not working you if you say you are using your strength you cannot do it in Zechariah said it is not by mind it is not by strength but it is only by the spirit so in that act the bible says that jesus when he came out of the water out of the water matthew chapter 3 verse 16 is that when jesus came out of the water you see the spirit of god came down like a dove look at this his conception was by the spirit him taking upon our saints the holy spirit came upon him after that and the bible says that his heavens was open when we read luke chapter 4 the bible says that when the spirit of god came okay his heavens opened and god said you see and god said in genesis chapter 1 when there was chaos when there was sin when there was i mean the, the original image of god wasn't there the spirit of god came you need the spirit of god whenever you are in trouble whenever you are not attacked it's the spirit of god that will help you that is why jesus said that i am sending my helper one who is just like me to come that's the holy spirit so the bible says that and the spirit of god came upon jesus so on the cross at that time the holy spirit was with jesus working a whole lot of things assisting and being with him because it was god the father the son and the holy spirit but at that time sin separated the father see he's holy so he cannot be a, a place where sin is so if you want to engage god's mighty hand if you want to engage the spirit of liberty make sure that sin is far from you and for you to live a life free of sin is the holy spirit so i said in john chapter 19 verse 30 there are five things he says when jesus had received the sour wine he said it is finished so when signifying the time there's a time for that i mean the expiring of every curse every curse has an expiring date even god said when people mess up i will visit them to their fourth generation after that it changes when the israelites i mean were in bondage the bible said for 430 years it came to an end so everything has a time bound and the bible says that when jesus the next part says that when jesus had received it he was on the cross that was the location your deliverance is connected to the point where you are located are you located in the presence of god are you in the company of people who carry the presence of god are you in a church are you planted in the house of god is that blessed is the man that does not stand in the path of the sinners or the scornful you see so where are you located most of the times the problems that we go through is because of where we find ourselves so he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadows so continue to be where the spirit of god is and you will enjoy it you will enjoy deliverance but when you step out 
That is how the enemy does. He pushes out of us out of the presence of God. Do you realize that? You think that you are enjoying life, but you are in the hands of the world, the God of this world. Because scripture says that this world is for Satan. You see, he is ruling it. So once you step out, you think everything will be okay and it will be very serious. The arrows will start flying. But once you are in God, he will shoot you. He will shoot you. He will shoot you. So the location. Now the entity, that is Jesus being our mediator was on the cross, on the cross. And he was interfacing with two people. The Bible says that on his right, on his left, they were, I mean, criminals. But at that point, one had liberty because the spirit of the Lord was with Jesus. He said, this time you will be with me in paradise. You see? And the next thing is actions. What do you do? You see? When Jesus had received the word, the sour wine, he had to take it, drink of it. Some of us, there are certain things we need to go through. There are certain processes in our life we need to go through to fulfill all righteousness. You need to take away certain friends. You need to take away certain little foxes. That spoils the vine. Songs of Solomon chapter 2 verse 15. It says that little foxes spawns the vine. So sometimes you have to discipline yourself. There are certain things you not watch. There are certain things you not hear. There are certain things you not say. So your actions will determine that the level of intimacy the Holy Spirit has with you. And based on the above, the four, the, the, the timing, the location, I mean, the spirit of God, the, the entities you come across, and the action you do, it produces the results. So the Bible says that when Jesus has, had taken the wine and had fulfilled everything, he said, it is finished. He had to take the wine before he could say that. He had to go through the process, being pierced, being beaten, being broken, before your salvation will be what? Affirmed in the books of God, before heaven and earth, in the spirit realm and on earth. And he said, it is finished. And the Bible says that, and he gave his spirit. He gave his spirit. And the Bible says that the same spirit that took Jesus from his mother's womb, took him through the earth, brought him to the cross, and he gave his spirit. It's the same spirit that brought him out of the grave. With the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter the challenge. If you have the Holy Spirit, I tell you, you can never be stagnant. The Holy Spirit is there to help you. So when he gave his spirit, he said, if you read other translations, he said, he gave his spirit back to God. He said, it is finished. And the Bible says he died. He gave his life for your life. Now, it is the Holy Spirit that worked everything in conjunction with the word on earth to bring our what salvation so for you to be saved the first thing is the conviction of the holy spirit as the word comes is the holy spirit that will convict you to open up to receive that gift of salvation so when he convicts your heart that is why in crusades men of god will preach the sermon they will do their parts 
but it's the Holy Spirit that comes and breaks the heart of men. And they will say, I believe that Jesus is Lord. And they will believe in their heart. And the Holy Spirit will give to them that which that is of the Son of God. So John chapter 16. John chapter 16. John chapter 16 verse 13 to 14. He says, however, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears. Look at this. And will declare to you what is to come. The 14 is where I want to, I mean, dwell on. It says, he will glorify me. That is Jesus speaking. So the Holy Spirit will glorify me. Okay. By taking from what is mine. What he was saying here was that that finished work. I went through the process. You cannot go through it. You couldn't pay the debts you owed. I did it. So it is the Holy Spirit that is going to take the finished work, what is mine, and disclosing it to you. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So it's the Holy Spirit that will take the finished work on the cross and make it evident to you. So when you pick up your Bible as a child of God and read it, they are letters. Yes, they are the, it's the word of God. But without the Holy Spirit taking the word and making it known, letting the Spirit behind the word known to you, you will profess, I am healed, but you will die in your sickness. But it is not the will of God. And in our time, we have relegated the Holy Spirit to the back. We say, oh, let us acknowledge God. We say, Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus but we don't focus on the Holy Spirit when we see the grace the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and we come the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit we just see it casually it has become a religious recitement you see but it is the Holy Spirit that takes what is Jesus and makes it known to you so Jesus said to the church said to the early I mean apostles he said don't rush to go out because out there is dangerous they are spirit they are wolves they are demons they are territorial powers they are prince of precious they are occultic powers they are men using I mean I mean powers they are men who are killing women innocent women pregnant women to start their business mega businesses and if you want to compete with them don't just go there and start your business and think everything will work. They are, they are certain families don't think you are just entering in to go and marry or to go there and, I mean, help somebody out if you don't have the Holy Spirit. You need to embrace the Holy Spirit for the Holy Spirit to take the reality of God's power. So the Bible says they waited like how we are waiting. It takes a lot to wait. In waiting, the flesh dies. So Romans chapter 12 says, present your bodies daily as a living sacrifice. One of the requirements, present it daily. The next requirement is presenting the word, sowing into. So, I mean, there are certain things that I've come to understand. You see, for us to be able to experience the act of the spirit, 
you see, and for us to move in the Spirit. There are certain questions that we need to understand. So, do you know the Holy Spirit personally? Can you engage in the Spirit or in the Spirit realm? That right now when you pray, you know you can switch from, I mean, your flesh and enter into the Spirit and pick certain things, pick certain frequencies. When somebody comes to you, you say you are a child of God. You say when you pray, God hears. Can a brother come to you and say, or a sister come to you and say, do you know what? I'm going for unemployment. I don't know whether I'm supposed to go. Can you help me in prayer? And can you sit down, pray and ask the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will speak to you and you give directions to the person. Every single child of God has the ability to do that. Are you exercising your spirit man? These are questions we're supposed to ask. You see? And the funny thing is, uh, we have been brought up in a system that frowns upon the spiritual realm or the, the, the spirit of God. There's, there's a generation that has pushed the spirit or the things of the spirit aside. See, what you think and what you see, they are very key in life. What you think, there's a saying, garbage in, garbage out. So, I believe majority of our life we've been spending and living how to go about our earthly carnal things, neglecting how to live a spirit and to enforce a spirit. So, from day one, you are taught how to eat physically. You are taught how to walk, how to wear, how to study. You go through formal education to learn how to interface with other people on earth. It is good. But it is not good to have the carnal part without the spirit part. You see? So, as the same way garbage in, garbage out, or whatever you put in your mind, you begin to what? React. So, somebody will say what he already knows. So, what is within or your mindset forms your thought pattern. Okay? And likewise, in the spirit, what you know about the spirit, what you know about the Holy Spirit, influences the experience you have in your life. So Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, it says, This book of God, of the Lord, will not depart from your mouth. You meditate in it day and night. This book will not depart from your mouth. You continue to speak it, you hear it, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So it's a daily affair. And you meditate. Think about it. I said waiting on God, waiting in the spirit, building in the spirit, it takes time. So you pick a verse, you brood upon it. It's just information. So once you pick a verse, you pick the word of God, it becomes knowledge. Then as you meditate, the Holy Spirit comes in and opens it up to you. He opens the letter, then you receive the rima, and it brings revelation. That is light. And that is the light that brings transformation. It ends a pattern of, I mean, I mean, of, of affliction, of fear, of, of, of addictions, of, of, of certain delays. It gets you to a point that you know your rights as a child of God. And by that, 
it brings about manifestation. It becomes visible. So it's no more, it's no longer confessing it or hearing it. It becomes real, tangible. That is where faith comes in. You see. So it is what enters that brings the experience. That was what you see. So what you feed your mind or your heart or your spirit is what bears fruit for you to demonstrate. So as we are moving to the new month, as we are crossing over to a new week, you need to engage yourself that every single day you are going to let the word of God work on you. Think about it so that you can bear fruit. The reason why you are not doing certain things is because of the lack of knowledge or the lack of light that you have in that field. Luke chapter 6 verse 44 to 45. It says, for, every, for each tree is known by its fruits. Indeed, figs are not gathered from thorn bushes. Luke chapter 6 verse 44. Nor grape from um, brambles. Verse 45 says something awesome the good man brings good things out of the good treasures of his heart and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil treasure of his heart for out of the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks so if you want to see the holy spirit you need to engage start reading researching on the holy spirit start creating the the atmosphere start waking up and say holy spirit good morning you, you start i mean interfacing like how you wake up you know that you have a brother you have a sister or somebody you are going to work you meet people begin to do that experience if you want to see angels begin to experience i mean say oh angel i um, mean today i thank you for being around i mean i want you to do this continually thank god for his angels thank god for his protection as you gradually do that the veil between the spirit and the natural begins to fall off and you have that that tangibility it's out of the abundance out it becomes normal so if it is sickness if it is i mean infirmity of the body dive into the word and ask the holy spirit to help you and every single day confess it and allow the holy spirit to open it up as you are doing that you are sowing seed and it's growing and it'll get to a point it will bear fruit it will bear fruit it is the holy spirit like the mind you see when you read something it goes to the mind and it goes to the heart and you speak it out so probably you are going to write an exam as a student you study it goes to the, the memory then out of that you write then you get your what your your i mean your grade the holy spirit is the the one that helps you to possess the spiritual blessings or the spiritual things in the word of god to process them and to bring them into the earthly realm they becomes tangible so sometimes people say christians they like to talk but we don't see anything see it is because you're not allowing the holy spirit to convert the highly abstract spiritual things to become something normal something tangible for you to touch john 16 14 says he will glorify me by taking what is mine. What is so abstract beyond us? Paul said that seek the things above. So there are certain things above or superior to the natural. But for you to seek it as the Holy Spirit, that will push you to touch it and bring it into your body. Hallelujah.
Now, to conclude, then we enter into prayer and to ministration. To every problem in life, to every issue, to every hard desire, about 60% of the problems relies on you. Problems that comes up, 60% is because of man. It's about 30% probably because of the people around and 10 because of nature. The solution also, 60% relies on you because Jesus said it is finished. It means that everything is finished. The Bible says in Genesis that God created the heavens and the earth. When Adam came in, everything was done. It was finished. Jesus was the second Adam. On the cross, he said, it is finished. All you need is the Holy Spirit. Adam had the presence of God coming in, fellowshipping with God. When you break that flow, when you break the fellowship, that is where problem starts. So Job, Job says something. Troubles are consistent in man's life. You see, they are consistent. So one thing that you need to do, see 60%, you can run from Genesis to Revelation. You realize that majority of the issues, majority, majority, majority of them, I mean, they are harmful that, I mean, if I start to mention them, we cannot, I mean, complete. Adam and Eve, they, they were given instruction. Don't touch the, the, the tree of knowledge of evil and I mean, of good and evil. And they decided to touch it. And that is where their problem started. It started from them. They decided. You see, when you look at Cain and Abel, if Cain had presented a good sacrifice, envy would not have had a place to come in. If Cain had not killed his brother, he wouldn't have what? Been cursed or become a cursed man on earth. So the, the, the problem, 60% was from man. So when you, whenever you try to live by the flesh, these things happen. Abraham having his wife taken from him was because he lied. If he had not lied, that wouldn't have happened. Moses was called to be a deliverer. Yes, but he rushed things, the process of time. Some of us, we have rushed in things. We have prematurely stepped out of the will of God to do things on our own. And as a result, it has attracted a lot of battles. A lot of battles. You see, and as a result of that, we are blaming and God is not helping us and that and that. But it's because we have rushed. Bible says, and, Joseph, and Moses went out to his people and he tried to what? I mean, fight the Egyptians. And as a result of that, that Egyptian died. Now, see, it's not a problem. He killed him, buried him. When the people he was called to, his own people, they were fighting. He went there. They said, my friend, you killed someone, you're a murderer. They didn't even listen to him. Look at this. And fear came over him. And whatever happened, he had to leave. You see? And it took 40 years. 40 years for God to remote, for God to restructure, for God to take. It took grace. And he came back. 60% is for man. Elijah, 
a man who had worked with God, I mean, done crazy things. Because of fear, because of memory, his ministry was cut short. Jezebel sent just a letter, a word, and he was panicking. And he was blaming God, all kinds of things. Job, because of his fear, the Bible says, because he said, because of my the thing I feared, the thing I feared most came upon him. So it wasn't because God didn't, I mean, love Job. It was because of a fear. So most of the things comes out because of man. 30% the surrounding. When you read um someone, it said, blessed is the man. So if you want to be blessed, you need to be mindful of the people you surround yourself with. Jesus was so mindful because of that he took 12. And even out of the 12, he had three. And even out of the three, there was one that was his beloved. He said, blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Ahab, King Ahab, could have been a good king. But because of his partner, his wife, Jezebel, turned his, his destiny around. Even to the point that God wanted to kill him, but by mercy, things would stand around. Solomon was, I mean, after God's heart, Solomon had everything, but the Bible says that his, his destiny was so secure because the concubines and his wife turned his heart away. You see, because they were worshipping Baal. 30% of our problems comes from the families, from the location we find ourselves. And the 10% is by nature because the devil is seeking to devour. Jesus said, I pray for you, Peter. That you will not feel because the devil is see, I mean, is seeking to set you like wheat. The God of this world is seeking to claim your life. There are certain cases that have been pronounced in certain places and you don't know. You just step there and it happens. These are the 10%. But the solution stands from you. God said he has done it. It is finished. So you need to what? Accept it. And I know that tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus said it is finished. And he said, I am sending a helper. That helper will enforce whatever you need. Once you accept the Holy Spirit, do you know what you've done? You've accepted what Jesus did on the cross. So if it is healing, if it is sound mind, if it is, I mean, promotion, if it is stability, if it is fruitfulness, multiplication, if it is favor, once the Holy Spirit comes and you allow the Holy Spirit to take over your life, these things becomes yours. It becomes tangible because the helper, the comforter will convert these abstract spiritual things that you cannot naturally, I mean, comprehend. He will communicate it to you in a way that you will accept it and it will reflect in your life. I pray for you from today as we are moving into a new month as we are moving into a new week, as we are moving into a new hour, a new second, let the Holy Spirit establish the finished work of Christ in your life.